Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing on track for a winning week. Right now, the S&P up eight points at 2438. That's a gain of four-tenths of one percent. We have got the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 77, a gain of four-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ up 55, a gain of nine-tenths of one percent. The 10-year up 14.30 seconds. The yield, 2.16 percent on the 10-year gold up 960 the ounce to 1279 up eight tenths of one percent crude oil down 1.6 percent down 77 cents a barrel to 47.59 on wti i'm charlie pellet and that's a bloomberg business flash thank you very much charlie pellet you listen to bloomberg markets on bloomberg radio whenever you go shopping to buy a dress that's new Well, retail stocks as a whole, they're up nearly 13% this year, but that masks some of the underlying problems of specific retailers. Here with a look at the group and what the ups and downs mean to retail's workforce. Tom McGee, he's president and CEO of the uh, ICSC, excuse me, International Council of Shopping Centers, and we uh, find him in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York. Um, Tom, nice to have you here with us. Talk to us a little bit about the woes of retail. Retail and what that's meant to the workforce of retail. Sure. Well, good afternoon, and thanks for having me on. I, I think that the retail environment is certainly changing. Uh, there's a lot of things that are happening that are impacting the industry. Clearly, there's major demographic changes taking place in our country, as well as economic changes, and obviously the impact of technology. I think you have a you know a baby boomer generation that's transitioned out of their prime consumption years, which was the biggest demographic group in world history. Uh, the group that is now in their prime uh, consumption years, Generation X, is not quite as big. It's about 21 million people less in size uh, than baby boomers at the same age. And then the millennial generation just has not yet transitioned into kind of their prime consumption years. And so you kind of have a demographic B that has impacted, you know, the retail industry. Uh, and then I think the millennial generation in particular is wanting different things uh, in their shopping experience and really their consumer experience. A lot more value being placed on, on the concept of experience, a lot more value being placed on uh, entertainment, food and beverage, uh, personalization and customization because it's a generation that's very, that's very used to using technology and having customized experiences. And so I think the retail environment – and the consumer environment needs to adapt to those big demographic changes. I think that's happening, but I think some of the some of the disruption that you're seeing uh, that often gets, you know, positioned in the context of online versus physical retail, it really has a lot more to do with the demographic changes taking place and what consumer expectations are and the transition that's taking place as a result of that. What is working on the retail side? Well, I think I certainly the offline retail side, I should say. Yeah, so I think there's one. I I do think that to that last point, I do think there's a convergence taking place between the physical and the digital world. You certainly see that in some of the things that Walmart has recently introduced uh, in the growth of their e-commerce business and offering discounts to buy online, pick it up in the store, and now they're they just announced the use of employees to deliver things and really reduce the cost of that last mile. But I think in the concept of retail in the classic sense, I I think this transition to a lot more food and beverage to the point of the jobs report today, while retail jobs were effectively flat month over month, 
the continuing trend towards the ads, the addition of jobs in the food and beverage space continued. So there was 30,000 new jobs month over month uh, in the food and beverage, the restaurant uh, space. There's been almost a million new jobs over the last two years created in food and beverage. And that speaks to the demographic changes I'm talking about, which is, you know, there is a higher value premium because of time constraints placed upon people, dual income households, um, et cetera, that, you know, they, they, people eat out a lot more. And then when they go out to eat, they want other options, personalized experiences, specialty retail, et cetera, because we are a, a generation that's become accustomed to having kind of what we want when we want it and not kind of the generic homogeneous nature of perhaps retail in the past. Tom, let me ask you, we've got a story um, by our Spencer Soper on the Bloomberg, and it talks about how Walmart is testing a program that sends store employees to deliver online orders at the end of their shifts. It's kind of a new push by Walmart to use its large physical footprint to really kind of match what Amazon's doing and its convenient options for web purchases. So basically, workers can opt to earn uh, extra money by making deliveries using their own cars. Like, is this, first of all, is this a good thing for Walmart? Is this good for workers? I don't know. What does it mean? Yeah, I I think time will tell. Um, but But I do think it speaks to what Walmart and other physical retailers are going to begin to do, which is to leverage the value of having a physical distribution network through their stores. I mean, the, one of the things that is often not spoken about is just the profitability of online retail. It's a, it's very difficult to be profitable as an online-only retailer. Uh, that last mile and just shipping costs and free shipping is a big factor of that. Um, and so having a online, having a physical presence and being able to deliver really the same kind of service, but leveraging the cost efficiencies of having a physical distribution network, I think is pretty smart. And I think you're going to see a lot more of those types of things get introduced. I think Walmart is clearly kind of cutting edge in that. And I, and I mentioned the other aspect of offering a discount to buy something online and then go pick it up in the store because obviously there's a huge benefit from a cost standpoint of a customer doing that. But once they're in the store, they're likely going to buy something right. else. And that and that is every statistical study that's ever been done is that the vast majority of people, when they walk into a store, they buy something else. And so I think it's starting to leverage the, the assets that, that the physical retailers have as opposed to looking at it as an either or. It's really starting to become one channel. When is this shakeout, though? I mean, I, you know, I was I was walking the street yesterday, and I looked in front of this building, and there was a UP. I'm not I'm not making this up. There was a there was a Lyft driver, an Uber driver, a <laughs> UPS truck, and a guy in a car taking Amazon Prime now, which I, I wasn't even aware was a thing. Um, uh, uh, this guy taking pa- packages out with little little plastic paper bags of Amazon Prime now, and all four of these things in front of a building. It just, it just seemed to me that. Eventually, one of these companies does, isn't there doing that stuff. Yeah, because our carbon footprint, too. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot happening in that space, too. Our, obviously, the other thing that's that's going to potentially impact what you just described is, you know, self-driving cars and the impact that's going to have on delivery, the impact that's going to have upon uh, the whole uh, industry infrastructure of our country, which is very car-centric, and, of course, the shopping industry, because a huge amount of real estate is devoted to cars and, you know, parking of, of cars. And so I think there. my point really is I think there's a lot more disruption and change that's going to happen. But what I – because the demographics of our country uh, I think are, fairly, are very positive, and particularly for a consumption and a consumer-oriented yeah. economy, huge millennial population – I'm very bullish on the long-term uh, aspects of retail. 
Tom, we love checking in with you. Thank you so much. Tom McGee, President, Chief Executive Officer of the International Council of Shopping Centers, the ICSC, uh, joining us from our Bloomberg 1130 studio in New York City. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. 